Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Big Al, Ron, Romanelli, Brian, Chris, Al Ninos, and Jovan. I think we even have more people coming later. So I, I don't know how they all are going to fit on the screen. I'm not sure. I've never had this many people before, but um, we'll see. Rod is saying, overnight sort of kicked his ass. He's got too much water to clean up. He'll see everyone next weekend. Shaka. Then we he just sent that message, and Mills is just waking up so, from a tough night of UFC. I think he went, I think he only lost one pick. He's been on a heater. But um, yeah, a lot going on in the world of sports. Week away from the all-star break. And uh, of course, uh, you know, a lot of teams still in contention. We saw the Red Sox actually get a win. Maybe they watched the show, heard my bashing of them and uh, woke up on that one. And of course, uh, more bad news for Twitter, which is good news for the world. And uh, for the world of sports betting and handicapping, no more twappers. It's, to me, it, what gets me about Twitter still is the is the lack of accountability. You know, it's just lazy. You could just throw up an account with zero effort, just post pics. You could put your PayPal on there, Venmo, right? Is what the people put on whatever. Is that what it's cash at me? You know, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, it's like. Some guy with a clown emoji ripped me off. It's like, gee, <laughs> wonder why, you know? I wonder why. I wonder how that happened. Anyways, got uh, a lot going on today and uh, a lot good. So, Al, um, USFL is over, Big Al. Um, next year's XFL, right, is back in action. You're going to be uh, all over that. I will. Um, I think the XFL will start before the USFL, if, if, if memory serves me correctly. I think the XFL will be maybe a month or two before. So is the watering right? down of talent, right? The watering down of talent, and, and that, which has been the problem with these you know, secondary leagues to the, to the NFL. Um, NFL, kind of one of those sports where you don't really see the guy, um, you know, hang around for 17, 18 years like baseball. You know, it's kind of like, three, four years, they're done, and usually for good reason. Um, what it, what exactly are we going to find? And, you know, and, like, was there any silver lining from the USFL? And you think, like, any of these guys end up catching on with the big league? Or I mean, I I don't know. I mean, they were, they were talking, you know, Case Cookus might get a trial, but he didn't look like an NFL quarterback to me, um, you know. So, I, I mean, look, the, the, these leagues don't exist because it's great football to watch. They, they exist because of gambling. So that's, that's, that's what I think is interesting is can two or three leagues survive whose real purpose is just to serve the gambling market, and that's really it. All right. You know, I, I guess, we'll, I, I, guess kind of, we'll... I, kind of, I kind of, I kind of enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't watch any of it, and I love football, which is weird. And I know that a lot of guys that I would know from college were probably involved. I don't know. I just couldn't couldn't get behind it. Kind of like kind of like watching preseason. I struggle with it, you know. And but lately, actually, since like the way that they do preseason now and the way they do roster limitations and everything, it's actually relevant players that end up playing in preseason. And these a lot of quarterback battles, like as far as making the roster, some teams that have three or four, like the Panthers games are going to be interesting in preseason this year, you know, because we're going to see, you know, three quarterbacks that, you know, all competing for playing time. You have Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and um, 
uh, corral, right? So it's like you're going to have those three plus, um, you know, anything else that they pick up. So, you know, Panthers, those teams with the quarterback battles generally pretty good bets in the preseason because everyone's really leaving it all on the table. But speaking of leaving it all on the table, Ron Romanelli, my favorite Twitter comment of the day, I'm at Twitter, my favorite YouTube comment of the day yesterday was a guy faded all of your picks, bet a dollar and won $1,222 betting against everything that you say. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what, if, 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 if you can lose every game on the board for a 15-team parlay, that's equally as hard as winning them all. It's, it's, it is. Well, I mean, I think we should make known that I didn't lose 15 games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, it's, it's a joke. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, it's like. Actually, at a winning day, but. Of course. Um, no, that's, yeah. that's, that's the hey, best part of it. That's always the best part of it. And the day before, I think you were 13 and two or something, right? Yeah, I think so. You've been terrible. Any way you can get there, if he's telling the truth and he got there somehow, good for him. You know, we're all going against the books together. So I don't necessarily believe that, but you know what? If he's telling the truth, good for him. Maybe some some, uh, way he used my information against me and and found a way to make that. But um, yeah, you know, it was pretty good week so far in terms of the free plays, premium plays. You know, they've been a little inconsistent, but um, had a winning day yesterday. So doing pretty well in, in baseball this season. That you are. Go to uh, Brian. Um, another winning day yesterday. I um, I knew you had the Mariners. I had the Mariners with you. I was rooting, rooting you on. And when uh, Santana hit that home run, it was like um, it all came together for you. So definitely this is your best run of the baseball season. You kind of hung around and everyone knows that Brian makes a lot of unpopular picks over the course of the season, damages his record at times, you know, but then there are other times where it's like, this is, this is, this is where it's paying off. It's kind of this grind in the middle of the season right now, where a lot of the, the, the big names that, um, that, um, the, the, percentages and the numbers and the statistics would say are easy winners, which aren't easy winners at all. They've actually been easy losers teams where the wheels are kind of falling off the cart, like the Toronto blue Jays. And then your teams, teams like the Orioles and pirates um, kind of coming through, especially like even yesterday, the pirates losing the game, but coming through on the, uh, your favorite plus one and a half. Pirates won yesterday. They won. They ended up winning outright. Oh, that's right. Four, three, right. As far as that game you were talking about. This you season. have a microphone problem. There you Sorry go. Sorry about that. I don't know who the hell messed with my settings. But, right. uh, yeah, the Seattle Mariners, super late game, and I hate those because I'm up past 12 midnight and on the edge of my seat because that was my big play. But, uh, yeah, the Pittsburgh Pirates, teams like that, Baltimore Orioles, I think the Orioles are a team you're going to be watching throughout the season. But, uh, you know, July, I think, is the last really good month to go heavy on baseball because once August, mid-August hits, you get a lot of uh, player transactions and high, high money lines. So I like the month of July. Chris Ruffalo, um, you've been on a little bit of a heater as well. Um, What are you seeing out there these days? You know, it's just about sifting through the lines and, and trying to find the value. You know, I, I sometimes you see the the lines in the Houston Astros games in that Kansas City Royal Series creep up into the minus 300, 350 range, and then it's trying to you know find do you go with the minus two and a half to try to reduce the value there. Do you you know go the other way when it gets to be too much? It's just sort of sifting through and, and 
finding finding and picking your spots. I think that's just the the key part of the season. And now, like Brian said, we're going to start getting into football as well. So it's gonna it's all about just focusing attention on on where you feel comfortable and picking your spots. I think that's just what I've been doing lately as well. El Ninos, um, another another day, another dollar there for your Dodgers. Um, just you know holding on for dear life in these games against the Cubs, but still paying off. And, you know, as we talked about yesterday, still really not, you know, playing their best baseball, but still pulling away there in the uh, National League West, getting some help from their hated rivals, the Giants, yesterday who knocked off the Padres, giving the Dodgers another game, you know, to pad that lead that they have going on in the West. Um, Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, um, one of the few teams you mentioned a few teams that have been uh pretty disappointing or uh, not coming through on those easy wins uh, as you said uh most of that has been due to lack of pitching and uh, that is uh, one of the dodgers problems but uh, i guess they're one of the few teams that's uh, managed to get away with it and uh give their uh, starters enough run support not that they've been as you said playing their best or anything but still doing just enough not to get the wins but also cover those run lines Jovan, we um, bashed the Red Sox yesterday, you and I, on this show, and uh, they come back and beat the Yankees. Um, Cutter Crawford getting it done. Um, they get it done again today. <laughs> I mean, hey, his baseball, so it's a, it's a dogfight. You know, the, one of the things about this series is that, for the most part, besides game two, you know, these these games have been pretty close, you know, so, you know, the Red Sox tried to come back on, the, you know, Thursday night, got smacked around Friday night, last night, you know, was close, had to come back in the, in the, in the temp, so, you know, these, you know, it's Red Sox-Yankees, so no matter if both teams are good, both teams are bad, one team's good and one team's bad, it's always going to be a fight because this is one of the best rivalry in sports. So this is what you're going to get regardless. All right. Well, we got plenty of action today going on. And, of course, plenty of cappers here. So got a lot of ground to cover. But um, let's just get it started here right out of the gate. We've got the Orioles who have been just ridiculously red hot. And, you know, if they don't watch out. They might actually make the postseason. Um, the, way things are, the way things are going and the way some of the teams in front of them have been, been dropping off. We've got the Braves and the Nationals. Let's see, bring a glove to this one if you're headed out to the ballpark. you got low humidity with Ian Anderson against Espino. It's uh, not, not, not good for the uh, defense. And then you've got uh, Taiwan Walker up against Sandy Alcantara for the Marlins. Interesting game. Walker has got about a week left in his season. Um, he normally falls apart after the All-Star break, so um, he's got, they got a good week out of him. But Scherzer and DeGrom... Returning to the lineup for the Mets, but more importantly for the Mets, they got the Braves tomorrow. And uh, this is where the rubber will meet the road, and then we'll find out exactly who's who um, in the National League East uh, in tomorrow's action. Um, Big Al, what do you, what do you think of uh, these games? Oh, with these three, I'm going to take Atlanta minus the one and a half runs. Uh, you know, you've got Despino in his career 0-2 versus the Braves with a 10.00 ERA. Ian Anderson, he's also made two starts in his career versus Washington. 
one and zero in those two games with the three point two seven ERA. The Nats seven and thirty two in division games this year. Um, yeah, Atlanta minus one and a half runs at minus one ten odds. Go to um, Ron Romanelli. Ron, what do you think of this slot? Yeah, I agree with that Atlanta run line play. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and I just think the Braves lineup's in a better place right now. I think they're going to definitely do a lot of damage on Paolo Espino, a guy who we're seeing already regress in his last couple outings, giving up two home runs apiece to the Pirates and Phillies, four earned runs in each of those outings. And he really is not a guy that's going to go too deep either. So uh, he's gone eight innings, eight earned runs. So... Uh, against this Braves lineup that's just crushed righties. I think uh, the Braves will score double digits themselves. Um, you look at the Baltimore Orioles. Mitch mentioned, you know, the red, the hottest team in baseball right now. A seven-game win streak, I believe. Another walk-off win. To me, there's just no reason to, uh, to try to be cute and take the Angels here. I mean, when you, the good thing about streaks, I always hear, is you can only lose once. And um, the Orioles are just red hot. The Angels are freezing cold. They, I think they're 11 and 30 in their last 41 games. So the Orioles have crushed left-handed pitching, and uh, in the last 30 days. So I'm going to take them on the money line here. All right, Chris. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go with the uh, the Yerfi in that uh, Atlanta Washington game. I just think the runs are coming early and often. I'm probably going to take an extended first inning line. You know over two and a half plus 450 over three and a half runs in the first inning plus 1050 it's like we said before this is just going to be a game where runs are going to come on the board in bunches i don't trust ian anderson or paulo espino i think uh you know last uh, last time we saw anderson against the nationals finished with 14 runs and i think a bunch of those came really early in the game so i'm looking for uh, the fireworks to start early in this one in the first inning I believe Espino has been involved in more double-digit games than any other pitcher in all of baseball. And I, I, I'm not saying that he's given up the double-digit runs. I'm just saying when he's out on the mound, um, you see, I've seen more 15s and 18s than I think I've ever seen before in my life um, with one pitcher um, looking at their past performances. And I'm not, like I said, he wasn't responsible for the 18 runs twice in games that he pitched in or the 15 runs um, that were involved in two of the games that he also pitched. That's a lot of runs for um, for for four baseball games. He's also got a few 11s in there. I mean, as well. So it's not like um, you know, Paulo's any any uh, any uh, stranger to the uh, to the big numbers there. Brian, how about you? Well, I'm going to stick to the one play thing. It, it, there's so many good games here, these first three. But if I had to pick one thing to go with, I'm going to take the uh, – it might be a captain obvious play, but I'm going to take the under uh, seven in the Marlins and Mets. we got Taiwan Walker. I think he's on five straight quality starts. And Sandy Alcantara has been absolutely fabulous all season with his 1.82 ERA and his whip of 0.90. I just think uh, this is a two-to-one type of score. I'm going to take the under seven here. Al Ninos. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure we agree on the other place, but uh, but uh, but I do agree with uh, Brian on this under here. I think it should be a great pitcher's duel. Uh, we've all seen what Alcantara has been doing all season long, and Walker a bit less consistent, but still having a great season. And uh, yeah, he should he should uh, he, he limited this lineup to three runs in six innings his last outing. I think he does. At least that well this time around, and uh, we have a low-scoring game here. Jovan? 
Yeah, I cashed on the Oreos. It was one of my premium plays, and I'm going to roll with them again today. You know, when you catch these teams, especially these up, I mean, call Baltimore up and coming team at this point, the way they've been playing, especially at home, you know, basically have to ride them. You know, um, it was a one to nothing game with, you know, you could say a, a pitcher that didn't really expect um, him to, you know, pitch shot out ball, but he did. And, um, and even though he's been pitching good, and you know Austin Volf can't really say he's been pitching that well, but got Jose Suarez on the other side, so you know just keep on riding them. They're playing a weak, a weak team, a cold team, just like um, Ron said, ten and thirty-one in the last forty-one. So you know, <laughs> keep on riding these hot teams. That's what that's how it is in baseball sometimes. Just gotta ride it, <laughs> regardless of what the numbers say. I'm going to go with the um, over five and a half strikeouts for uh, Sandy Alcantara in that Mets-Marlins um, game. A couple reasons. Number one, the Mets have a lot of guys that take big cuts at the ball. I think Pete Alonso is one of those guys, and I think he's good for a couple strikeouts himself um, in this matchup. And I think the other thing is, is that Alcantara definitely goes deep into games. And I think when you have a guy that goes deep into games – probably less than a strikeout an inning is what we're looking at here. And I think he has the ability to have at least one or two, two strikeout innings, you know, even if he gives up a hit or a walk in between those. So I just think the numbers just kind of point to minus 113 odds um, on the over five and a half strikeouts for Alcantara in that game. Seems pretty easy money. That's at bet rivers. I got that from the betting tools. Um, which I get a lot of these type of picks from because I don't have time to, to research each player myself. I let the betting tools do it for me. Anyways, um, got uh, the next set of games, and they are the Reds and the Rays, the Royals and the Guardians, and the White Sox against the Tigers. Big Al? You know, I'm actually not a fan of any of we call uh, that a ruffalo if you want it you can do yeah it. i know i know i know i mean with with a gun to my head you know i'll probably take the the rays i had them yesterday a very very tough uh extra inning loss five four they're up three nothing they give up three runs in the bottom of the eighth and they go four three in the top of the tenth and then they bring in Fauche and i have no idea why they brought in Fauche, but i mean i think he's still pitching and trying to get his first out because you know, he was just, you know, it was like throwing gasoline on a fire. And so, you know, Cincinnati had a walk-off win there. So I, I think maybe I'd take, you know, Tampa Bay with uh, Shane Boz here. Um, but it's not, uh, you know, it's bottom of the barrel for me. Got uh, Ron Romanelli. Yeah, this is a tough uh, segment here. I'm, I'm going to lean towards the Guardians here on the money line. You know, it's tough because I'm really not a big fan of Zach Plezak. I do think the regression is coming in his game. Um, a sub-4 ERA right now, but you look at his barrel percentage, average exit, exit below, uh, very, very well below average. And the only reason why I do like Cleveland is because I think their offense is going to do, do, do more than the Royals right now. You look at Zach Greinke, guy was really struggling as of late. You know, last outing, six earned runs, two homers, 10 hits against his former team. And we saw the Guardians put up 13 runs, 23 base hits um, in the game yesterday. Now, a lot of that was uh, late when the uh, Royals brought in Michael Taylor to pitch. But still, 
you know, this this lineup can crush righties. We saw Quan, Rosario, Ramirez all have three hits, Jimenez as well. I think they get to Granky more than the Royals get to Plezak. So I'm going to take the, I'm going to lean towards the over, but I'll take the Guardians on the money line. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to follow that up. I'm going to take the Guardians as well. You know, Zach Greinke coming off a start where he allowed six runs to the Houston Astros. And I know the Astros are a hot-hitting team, and the Guardians maybe not so much. But uh, for me, this just boils down to the same theory I had yesterday. The, the Guardians are just a better team that are that are hitting the ball a bit better right now. And I just think Plesak, you know, two earned runs or less in each of his last four starts. I think uh, the Guardians get to Granke before the Royals get to Plesak here. So give me the uh, give me the Guardians on the money line. Brian? Yeah, I agree. This is a very tough slot. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably take the Detroit Tigers here, plus one and a half. I've been a White Sox guy pretty consistently. But uh, I think Kopech's given up nine runs over his last two starts. And um, Chicago White Sox at home on the run line, just 12 and 30. While well, the Detroit Tigers 22 and 15 on the run line on the road, I just think the Tigers backdoor them here with a ninth inning run. I'm gonna take Detroit plus one and a half. Yeah, that 4.30 of Hutchinson way better than anything Kopech could deliver. Stinks. Hutchinson stinks. Kopech has much more talent, but uh, I think the Tigers can score a few off of him. Well, Big Al's uh, thought process that we've seen uh, the Tigers lose a lot of games that Hutchinson <laughs> starts, like all of them. Um, I think the overall, um, just looking at it off the, and putting the numbers together off of um, real quickly here, the Tigers are two, so two and one, three and one, three and two, three and three. So they're about four and six or so or, or worse in games that Hutchinson starts. So actually they've won a bunch of games that he started recently. So I don't know. Johnny Cueto looking like the first ballot Hall of Famer that he is He's yesterday. Awesome. He, he was, uh, you know. White Sox are choke artists, though. I could see him giving up a ninth inning runner blast, uh, meaningless to everybody but the betters. So. Oh, no one knows choke artists like Philly fans. Anyways, Al Ninos, what do you got? I, uh, sorry, I, uh... I will, uh, yeah, don't don't love this pick, but with the wind blowing out and the, these two starters going at it, I think uh, we can see the uh, Guardians and Royals game going over. All right. Jovan? Yeah, and I'll, I'll also take the over in this game. Zach, um, Zach Grinke gave up six runs in his last start. You know, he just doesn't have the stuff anymore. It's been at least a couple of three seasons since he really hasn't had his um his stuff. Uh, you know, Zach Plezak, not a big fan, even though he has been pitching well, well in his last couple starts. I think he give, he'll give up um you know a couple couple on his own end. You know, one of these bullpens are going to give it up. So I like this um total at nine to go over. You know, should hit at least 11 runs, I think, in some way, somehow. I really like the White Sox today, and I like the under two and a half strikeouts for Drew Hutchison, who is hit, who's who's under two and a half strikeouts, hit at an alarming 100% over his last five trips to the hill. Um, look for the White Sox to just absolutely light him up like a Christmas tree. Um, I love the White Sox first five. I like the White Sox team total over. I like the under um, two and a half strikeouts for Hutchison and um, pretty much the Yerfee. 
we're going to go, we'll call it the full Monty on the Chicago White Sox in this game. Um, Big Al, what are you selling today? Well, I've got one baseball play today. Uh, looking to bounce back off that loss yesterday on the Tampa Bay Rays. And um, that's it. Just one MLB play. Ron? What are you selling? Yeah, I got my uh, Ron's Rundown MLB best bet today. And I've got, also got my other two premium plays in a three-pack with that rundown best bet. We had a winning day overall despite not cashing that best bet. But I really like today's top play and my other premiums as well. So you can check that out. Red Hot Ruffalo, what do you got? I got my $15 pickoff play today. I'm going for three straight hits with that one. And uh, also got uh, another three-pack, my Sunday Smash. The $15 pickoff play not included in that three-pack. So I have four plays in total. If you want everything, grab something long-term. Use that code July 14, 14% off. Brian, finally stringing together some titanium winners. What do you got today? Finally. Well, you know, hell hasn't frozen over just yet, but uh, going for three straight days of 3-0 and sweeps, 21-8 and eight last 29. I got uh, my best bet, uh, MLB Titanium play. You can pick that up over at pickdogs.com or my American League uh, Eastern Division Game of the Year. Uh, make sure you check that out for just $30 at pickdogs.com or all three of the selections together. That includes the um, uh, Titanium and the Game of the Year. Uh, $50, my square dance and three pack. We're going to be dancing later tonight, so make sure you guys check it out. Al Ninos. Yeah, I got uh, my best bet up there, and I uh, also have a five pack for everyone that wants a little more action, so uh, up to you which way you want to go. Jovan. Yeah, I have my Show Me the Money Sunday um, MLB three pack. I also have. You know, my three young plays sold separately, led by the Laser Show, which won again. So I'm going to keep this going, hopefully, and, um, you know, have another win a day. Went 3-1 and one yesterday, so, you know, check it out. I got my big play today, and I also have a ton of other picks. So if you have my long-term package, get it. Today's the day. I love today's card. This is my favorite card of the entire season. Love it. I think it's uh, I think today's easy pickings. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> it's as easy as that Yankees over Red Sox yesterday. <laughs> oh, I was never in question. Never in question yesterday. Was, uh, I got to admit, I gave up when they went up by two in the extras. Got the um, A's and the Astros going at it. The Padres and the Giants. And the Mariners and the reeling Blue Jays going at it. Al, any of these that you like? Well, you know, speaking of easy pickings, I guess going against Oakland at home this year, uh, 11 and 31 minus 18.6 net games on the money line. Houston, 48 and 20 plus 13.0 net games as a favorite this year. Um, Cole Irvin, you know, he's made five starts in his career versus the Astros and the A's are 0 and 5 in those five games. He's got a 6.15 career ERA versus the Astros. I guess easy pickings would be the Houston Astros here. Ron Romanelli, is it ever easy pickings with Jake Odorizzi serving? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, maybe not so, but it is easy pickings when the Astros are facing a lefty these days. They've been crushing left-handed pitching, and I think they get to Irvin quite a bit. Um, I, I wasn't impressed with Odorizzi last time out, but I think he does a good enough job here against a pretty weak Oakland A's lineup to get Houston the win and the cover. Um, I also do like the Blue Jays here to bounce back from what looks like a couple losses now in a row on the road. There are a few games under 500 on the road, but Logan Gilbert's a guy that I am <clears throat> looking to fade quite a bit as the season continues. I think the value is against him right now. He's got a 10-3 record, 2.61 ERA, looks really good on paper. However, when you look at his last few outings, he's getting hit a lot harder. He's giving up home runs, walking a lot of batters. The strikeout numbers are going down, a lot of base hits as well. And he really hasn't even faced that tough of lineups, the Padres, A's, Angels twice. So, you know, those teams below average offenses in terms of against right-handed pitching. So the Blue Jays have crushed righties in the last 30 days, even despite their losing streak. So, I think they get to Gilbert here, and I think they get the win. So I'll take them on the money line. Whoa. Ruffalo. Yeah, I'm going to take the, uh, the Minnesota Twins here. I, I don't love backing Dylan Bundy on the road. The thing is that the Rangers, for whatever reason, they had that big offensive burst yesterday. If they don't win with Dane Dunning on the mound, they've lost nine straight starts as a team by Dunning, 12 of the last 13. And uh, Dylan Bundy, you know, as much as I bashed him and as much as, you know, I don't like his ERA that's over six on the road, it was at you know, close to nine just a couple of weeks ago. He's thrown in a couple of solid road outings. I think the Twins want to bounce back after a frustrating loss in uh, in Saturday's matchup. So give me the other uh, Minnesota Twins on the money line in that one. Ryan. I had this written up as a premium, but kind of got gun shy last minute. Uh, but as far as free picks go, I think it's very strong. I'm going to take the over eight and the Astros and the A's. I think uh, this game's going to look very similar to game one where these two teams combined for 11. Jake Odorizzi, definitely capable of giving up four or five runs. And I think the Astros uh, hit Irvin pretty hard here, uh, Cole Irvin. So I'm going to take the over eight Astros A's. Yeah, if you're headed to the ballpark in Oakland, probably a good chance to get a baseball. It's going to be a lot of empty seats there. Not going to be a lot of competition. Probably a lot of balls from leaving the park. Al Ninos. Yeah, don't really see a total right now, but I kind of think it's going to be pretty low, and I think uh, this game will go over with the uh, Blue Jays looking like they're going to go with a bullpen game here. And... Uh, well, we all know how, how terrible that bullpen's been. They're not they're not hitting the ball too well, but uh, but they still have a pretty good lineup. So, so I like the Blue Jays and Mariners game to go over the total. Jovan, real quick, list off the three again. It is the, it is the, where are we? Got the Astros, A's, the Padres, Giants, and the Blue Jays, Mariners. Uh, Blue Jays, Mariners, sheesh. Uh, you know, I was going on the other side of this one um, with Logan Gilbert on the mound. You know, really didn't have, really don't have a good, um, a good, you know, grip on on this um these slated games. So just off of, you know, just just off of a sure a sheer hunch. You know, I I think um the Mariners keep it rolling. You know, so that's my that's my only thoughts on these three. We welcome the red hot Mills Young to the show. Mills, how are you doing today? I'm uh, doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me today. Of course, making on time. Thanks for thanks for uh, for making it here. 
we're on these three sets of games. Why don't you give us a pick for these and then uh, let us know what you have going on today at Pick Dogs as well. Yeah, I'm li- that Giants and Padres game, Mackenzie Gore has been uh, good as of late, you know, three or five, I think, in his last five starts. One of the games, he gave up eight runs. I think it was against Colorado. Um, besides that, I'm kind of a fan of his um, ever since they called him up this year. Um, on the other hand, I think they got Alex Wood over there with Giants. Can't really trust him no farther than you can throw him, been on team to team. Um, I lean the Padres in that game. And then um, I heard you guys talking about that Twins and Rangers game a little bit earlier. Uh, two trash can pitches I don't trust either. I would lean the over in that game. And the Blue Jays and Mariners game, um, that one, to be honest, don't really got a good read on it. Um, none of the pitches that I really usually bet on are back. So on that one, I would just, um, I'll be honest, on the last game on that one, I don't even got a play or anything. I'll just keep it and pass it on. All right. You got what are you selling today, Pick Dogs? Man, so I got two plays on the board right now. I got my MLB winners only, and then I got my Money Loves Baseball. Both plays guaranteed, um, or else you know you can go ahead and get that three-day pass as well. One of the games going to be kicking off a little bit early, so you got to get a little bit now. One of the games going to be um, a little bit later on the slate, so you got plenty of time to go ahead and get get the best line. All right, I like um, I like Brian's overpick in the A's um, in the A's Astros game with Odorizzi and Irvin going, but I also like the Nerfy here as um, the Nerfy has hit in the Astros last seven games in Oakland. Um, I think you could probably hedge out with the Altuve home run. <laughs> you know, I, it's just one of those things that there has to be a way to play this. Um, you know, where you get that nerfy and, you know, maybe the hedge out is, is an Altuve home run or something. But I, don't, I think you're better off just sticking with the nerfy. Like I said, seven in a row at, um, at Oakland, last seven um, games there for the Astros have all nerfied, which doesn't mean that, that the game's going to go under. I don't know. I think the I think the Nerfy is counterintuitive. Like I've said a million times, counterintuitive the way that that the average better bets because the average better loves the over, and um, you know yet they love the Nerfy. So it's kind of like doesn't really make sense. You're you're betting against you know yourself when you do that, which I see people do all the time. Which doesn't matter if if you're hitting twelve hundred twenty two dollar parlays out of one dollar, just fading Romanelli's picks. On a day, he has a winning day, which just makes it even tougher. Anyways, speaking of tougher, we've got the Diamondbacks and the Rockies. Tyler Gilbert on the mound against Herman Marquez. You've got Urias on the mound for the Dodgers, minus 275 against Drew Smiley and the Cubs. And then you've got the nightcap, the Boston Red Sox, Nick Pavetta serving it up against the Yankees. Al, what do you, what do you think? Oh, this this game's tough for me, the night game, only because, you know, it's a rivalry series, the biggest rivalry in baseball. In the last 27 meetings, I think there have been three pick'em games, and then the underdog has won 11 of the other 24 outright. So I, I generally don't want to take the road favorite here, but I don't think I have another choice. I'm going to take a look at, you know, Tyone and the Yankees over Pavetta. Um, Tyone, he's made four starts versus Boston in his career. He's 2-0 and with a one-point... 4-6 ERA and a 1.13 whip. Uh, Pavetta 0-2 in three starts versus the Yankees with a 6.39 ERA and a 1.34 whip. 
Red Sox 10 and 20 minus 11 games versus the division uh, this year. So I'm going to take the Yankees here minus $1.35. Ron? Yeah, you know, this is a tough uh, nightcap, I think. The Sunday night baseball game is my best bet for the rundown, but for the other two plays, you know, not a lot of value to go around. I think that Rockies-Diamondbacks game is a pick em for a reason. Um, I mentioned that on the show. I, I, I just don't see a ton of uh, an edge either way. I, I would lean towards the Rockies just because they do hit lefties very well, and Gilbert has really struggled. But, I mean, Herman Marquez hasn't been easy to back this season either, so I wouldn't blame you if you went either way there. But for that Cubs-Dodgers game, you know, not a lot of value to go around when you're laying that kind of price with the Dodgers, but I do think it's the only way I would go. Drew Smiley, not a guy that I back very often, 2-5 and five with a, a modest 3.80 RA, but still, uh, before he went down with an injury, he wasn't pitching very well. His last outing was decent against the Brewers, but previous previous to that one, giving up three earned to the Reds, three earned to the Pirates, four earned to the Dimebacks, not very strong lineups to begin with. So I do think the Dodgers get to him, and Urias has been pitching well this season, as he usually does. So I think he's good enough here for another close run line cover for the Dodgers. Ruffalo. Yeah, you know, one I like the best for this time. So I'm going to go with the over nine in that Rockies-Diamondbacks game. Like Ron said, you know, the Rockies hitting – uh, lefties extremely well, especially on the road this season. And I'm not buying into whatever Tyler Gilbert's selling. There's a reason this guy hasn't consistently held a spot in the uh, the Diamondbacks rotation. So I'm, I'm liking the over, especially with Herman Marquez on the other side. Usually has an ERA over six wherever he's been pitching this season. So I think this one gets to closer to 11 or 12 runs. Give me the over nine Diamondbacks Rockies. Brian? Yeah, I don't do it very often, but I'm going to back the Dodgers today. They haven't been a bad run line team, but in this situation, I'm going to lay two and a half here. Uh, I think Urias uh, gives them six, seven strong innings here for the Dodgers. And Drew Smiley, a guy I used to love fading in years past. I uh, just, uh, I think this is a five-two-six-two game. So just to lean to the Dodgers on the alternate run line minus two and a half. Al Ninos. Yeah, uh, I kind of do see an edge in that uh, Rockies-Diamondbacks game, and it's going to be the uh, the Rockies lineup. So I think the, uh, the, the the Colorado gets the job done today against Tyler Gilbert and Diamondbacks. Jovan? Yeah, the first three games between the Yankees and Red Sox have gone over, but I think in this one you see um, – reversal of um fortune in this one. I think um, both of these pitchers have solid starts. They haven't been pitching good, that's for sure. But I think with this one being Sunday night baseball, you catch some of these on um, matchups where two two pitchers are not really pitching good and then, you know, they show out for the light for the you know for the bright lights. And I think this one not gonna say that it's you no know, shut out baseball by either of these teams, but I think it'll go under um under the nine. Mills? Yeah, the Dodger game, um, pretty interesting to look at. Uh, Julio Reyes, uh, I think he's 4-1 in his last five starts. Usually struggles pitching in day games, but not as of late. Only gave up more than two runs once out of those last five starts. And his K prop, he's been hitting that, too, at a good rate. So I look at that game, and I actually lean the under in that game. Um, that Yankee game, the best game on the board. Got, a, got, got got some stuff on that game, but um, can't speak too much on that. That Rockies game, I do lean that the Rockies would be able to uh, go ahead and get the win in that game. But that Dodgers game, I like the under. And then I actually look at uh, Urias' uh, strikeout prop as well. 
I like Aaron Judge um, over one and a half hits in the uh, Yankees-Red Sox game, plus 190. This prop has hit 80% of the time in his last 10 games. Um, I don't know. Give me plus 190 on 80%. Um, take my chances. Seems like a good value. Against Nick Pavetta at Fenway. I don't know. Just it, it, To me, it's amazing that... Um, the thing is, is that um, in the last five, it has not been as strong, you know, but over the longer body of work. One of those betting tools things just kind of just jumped off the page at me. I like but let the betting tools do the work for you on those player props. There's no way you could do it yourself. No way you could cover it. Well, I guess you could. You're up all night and all day. And I still don't even think you could do it. Nah, the player props on on the sports chat and the Pick Dogs website is the best out. Like honestly, all you gotta do is just scour on there for like 10, 15 minutes. You could put together some winners on yourself, it's, and you feel confident. Our it's com- like, it's our like competitors are doing people shows. Feel so good about it. Our competitors are doing shows using our betting tools as their content. Like they're just reading off our betting tools on on their shows. I know. It's, I've had people email me and say, hey, these guys are doing a whole show just reading off the information from your betting tools. You know? It's like, I believe it. They probably bought a, a package, though, too. So, you know. No, I don't, th- I don't think so. I don't think they buy a package. I think they just go to the betting tools because they know that, you know, they don't have that information. They just read it off like they know something. Anyway, speaking of knowing something, it's parlay time. We know Big Al loves a good parlay. Um... You could do a player prop parlay. That would that would probably really be the shocker for today. Um, or you could just do a regular parlay. Or you can go to our betting tools, just click on best parlay, and let the parlay builder build it for you. What do you like? What do I like? Um, I think I've got to go with Atlanta minus the one and a half runs, and I'm going to parlay that with the Houston Astros. Got uh, Ron Romanelli. His his audience loves a good parlay. Yep, they sure do. I'm going to give out a team total parlay. I'm going to go Atlanta Braves team total over, parlayed with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays team total over, and the Houston Astros team total over. Chris Ruffalo? I'm going to go with the uh, Washington Nationals Atlanta Braves year fee. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Twins on the money line and the over nine uh, Diamondbacks Rockies. Brian? I'm going to take the Oakland A's and Houston Astros over the total. Marlins, Mets under, and the Detroit Tigers plus one and a half. And then we've got Al Ninos. I'll go Padres, Rockies, Mets, Marlins, under. Got... Lost Jovan. He's still with us. Nope, he's not. Got Mills then. Mills. I'll go ahead and go with the little easy two-leg degenerate parlay. Atlanta Braves money line, New York Yankees money line, uh, plus one sixty out there. Shop around for the best line. Jovan is back for his parlay. Yeah, real quick. Uh... Just a two, quick two-teamer. Guardians, Royals over, and Yankees, Red Sox under. 
I'm just going to go to the best parlay tool. Just put in a four-teamer um, right out of the gate. It gives, gave me four player props. Francisco Lindor to hit a home run. Um, Lindor is at a home run in each of the Mets' last two games. He's plus 480. Josh Donaldson to hit a home run. Has hit a home run in three of the Yankees' last four games. I love the Josh Donaldson home run prop at plus 400 anyway um, today. Um, Corey Seager to hit a home run, including extra innings. Seager's hit a home run in three of the Rangers' last four games. He's plus 340. The Rangers, of course, playing against the Twins. And then you've got um, the fourth leg. They say Brandon Drury um, to have at least one RBI in the game today for the Jays. Uh, Drury's recorded at least one RBI in each of the Reds, or against the Rays. Drury has recorded at least one RBI in each of the Reds' last three games, and that's at plus 210. So this $10 parlay pays only, this is a Romanelli uh, comment parlay, $10 pays $3,955.60. So there you have it. Lock. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a parlay lock. It's pretty conservative if you ask me. I think you should be more daring. Well, I you know, it's like why stop at four? We could you know the the thing the beauty of the parlay builder is you can go all the way up to ten for the best parlay. And it's like uh, right now I just I changed it to ten and um ten dollars pays six hundred and sixty seven thousand dollars <laughs> Six hundred sixty-seven thousand five hundred two and two cents. Um, got some tennis in there. Um, you know, some clay court tennis though. That's tomorrow. So actually, you would have one. You'd have two tennis matches in there for tomorrow in that prop. But you could actually, you could actually, the way our prop tool works, our our parlay builder, you can just knock. You can you can actually scroll out there and change it out. We'll move to this one, and if you change out this tennis to something that's going today, let's see. Yep, you can. This parlay though only pays ten dollars. Only pays three hundred ninety-one thousand fifty dollars and forty-four cents. So, not quite the sixty six hundred sixty thousand dollars, but you'd have to settle for three ninety-one um, oh fifty. It'd be a real happy day for our friends over at Bet Rivers um, if that if, when you hit that too, they'd be happy to write you that check. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. Thanks all of our cappers, Al McMorty, Ron Romanelli, Chris Ruflo, Brian Bittler, Al Ninos, Jovan Burtz, and Mills Young. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thanks, everyone, that watched. And smash that like button. We'll be back tomorrow, as always. Short card, but never short on winners. Make it a great day, winning day, all that kind of good stuff. We appreciate each and every one of you.